Are you happy in your business? Now, I have had my share of emotional ups and downs in my 20 years of being a solo entrepreneur coach. And the patterns I've seen in myself and in my clients is that those downs are usually when I was personally feeling unfulfilled. Sometimes it was because a launch that flopped and sometimes it was just life and had nothing to do with business. But those ups, oh boy, those are the times when I was feeling my most authentic and completely aligned to my purpose or when I just felt like I was rocking that work-life balance. I would be thinking, I could do this all day long and never feel tired. One of my loves is sharing what works for me and what has been working for my clients to achieve this very feeling, full of passion, happiness, peace, and freedom. So I decided to create a private podcast for coaches. Maybe you just want to develop better communication skills that boosts engagement, leads to better results, and makes you feel like you're actually making a difference in the lives of the people you serve. Then you're invited too. We talk about this and more in the UBU private podcast for coaches. Whether you're a mentor, a parent, or run a client-focused business, coaching skills benefit everyone and anyone who wants to communicate in a way that builds relationships. Fall in love with your life and business again. Click the link in the show notes for your invitation to join us right now. Then come back and enjoy this episode. Hey, Difference Maker, welcome to season three of the Unbox Your Personality podcast. You know, I had an epiphany. Last week was my birthday. Was it last week? It was last month. (laughs) It's been really, really crazy, but I had an epiphany about my business and really about life and how important it is to find your zone of genius. And the consequences of not working within that zone of genius. So in this episode, I'm going to be sharing a lot about my business, what has worked, what hasn't worked, and something that was successful, but I didn't really feel aligned to it. So I stopped doing it. And then the rest of season three is going to be dedicated to how you can build this perfect fit strategy around your signature offer. And that's not only going to be aligned with your core values, um, your core values, uh, motivations and strengths of your personality, but it's going to grow your business on autopilot so that you can enjoy your business so that you can enjoy your life, right? So let's go ahead and get started. to stop comparing yourself to others and plug in to what is uniquely you. Welcome to Unbox Your Personality, the podcast for coaches, creatives, and educators like you who understand that your happiness makes you more effective at what you do, bringing out the best in others. I'm Jim P. Higgins, personality strategist and Enneagram fluff remover. Get laser focused on who you are and who you aren't, so you're free to make the impact you were born to make. And have fun doing it. Your personality is your business. So let's get down to business. Now, I have basically had that same podcast intro since I launched over a year ago. 
And that might have been the first indicator to me that something was off. Maybe, maybe not. I'm not really sure. But it's not in the way you might think, or at least not in the way that, that I thought. So let me back up a little bit. And I want to recap my backstory because I couldn't even point to you which episode where I might have shared this with you. And I might not have shared it at all other than bits and pieces here and there. Um, but 18 years ago this month in April, I left corporate. I, I left to start my own business. I knew I didn't want to work for a boss forever. I wanted to raise and homeschool my kids. Um, I wanted to call the shots on vacation days. And I, I really wanted to blow the cap off of my earning potential. Like I knew that in corporate, there was a glass ceiling that I was never going to be able to break. But really most importantly, I really wanted a freedom. I wanted this freedom to enjoy my life, to do what I wanted to do without regrets. If you read my book, you, you hear me talking about being dink status, D-I-N-K, dual income, no kids for seven years before my husband and I decided to have children. And so I, th I think I was a little spoiled by the freedom that I had. <laughs> Let me switch legs here. But I had a lot to learn about business. It wasn't enough to just want it. And honestly, my first business scaled possibly just on my enthusiasm alone. <laughs> and I really surprised myself because I, I always saw myself as introverting. And I never really thought in a million years that I would trade a desk job for a sales job. I kind of like my desk. I kind of like working. Is that weird? <laughs> but eventually I did start passing the torch and started teaching other people my systems in business. And a lot of it was around how to market yourself, how to sell without being salesy, how to handle objections, how to handle rejection, how to, how to manage their time. That was a big one, how to manage their time and how to analyze their numbers. Because if you don't know this, I was a statistician. But the number one thing that they consistently told me that I helped them with was setting goals and how to reverse engineer those goals into daily income producing activities. So they knew what to do every day to steadily get them to that goal. Now, I absolutely love teaching entrepreneurs. I love teaching about personality and interpersonal skills because it affects how the way we do business. But I don't really want you to think that you need to change your personality, but really how to own it. And that's how we thrive in business. Because the last thing you want to do when you work for yourself is feel like you're tied to a desk, unless you like it. <laughs> and you don't want to be complaining about your boss because that's you <laughs> and you don't want to worry if you're screwing up your kids because you're working too hard or because you didn't have time for them because you didn't know how to manage your time now at the time I had two small kids under the age of four <laughs> so I had to learn how to balance and then when my son was diagnosed with autism 
um, I stopped working altogether. And I honestly, I was a little naive. I thought that that was a temporary pause. Like, let me just back off a little bit. He's my son. He's important. Let me come up with a game plan. And no, <laughs> autism is a lifelong issue that, that we have to navigate. But my business carried me for three years after I stopped paying attention to it because of the systems that I had in place. So eventually I did start a private practice of, of coaching and I was able to put those same systems into place. Now I'll be honest, it was slow because we did have a quote unquote new normal. I don't really like that phrase, but I'm going to use it now. <laughs> but I, I had a new normal. And so I did start another sales business just to supplement um, my income. But once I got certified, yeah, I kind of did that backwards. I started my practice and then I got certified. But once I did get certified, I instantly had more confidence and way more success in getting new clients. But I want to fast forward to 2020. That was the year that... I had to put my business online for obvious reasons. And every single one of my clients canceled. They canceled their appointments and they never rescheduled because that was not essential, I guess. Um, at the time, my brand was life in business coaching. And so even though my clients were business owners, it was really about life coaching and how to balance their life. So life coaching was not an essential, I was not considered an essential worker. <laughs> so they canceled, they never rescheduled. And then I decided to put my business online. And this was really stressful for me because I had fasted social media. At that point, it was over a year. Every year I gave up social media for Lent. So 40 days. I could be social media free and I kind of loved it. <laughs> so that year, 2019, after Lent, I just continued to fast social media and it was really freeing and I didn't want to go back. And if I'm honest, I still kind of have a love-hate relationship with social media, though TikToks and Reels are starting to grow on me. I think those are, those are really fun. Oh, and by the way, go ahead and give me a follow <laughs> at Power Coach Jen. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. <laughs> but at the time, that was 2020, I was really obsessed with the Enneagram. So the first thing I did was I created a Facebook group called Unboxing Your Enneagram. This was my conversations, even in my coaching. I had actually become certified as an Enneagram coach as well. And so... I was really obsessed with helping people type themselves or typing them in my head, which is a no-no. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't type other people. It's not fair and it's not ethical. But I created that group just to kind of have fun. It gave me an opportunity to relearn Facebook and figure out what this whole Instagram thing is. But then I learned only do one platform at a time. So I stuck with Facebook. <laughs> Even though I like Instagram a lot better. 
Um, it's just going to have to be two episodes. My story is longer than I thought. <laughs> or maybe I'm just long-winded. I don't know. <laughs> but from that group, I started teaching classes. I had a weekly live show that was called Jen and the Enneagram. And some people called me Jenneagram. <laughs> and then I launched a membership that was called The Dojo. And we used the Enneagram for personal development. But by October of that year, we're still in 2020, I was facing my first pivot in the online business, online marketing space, because I realized that I really missed business coaching. Like between my corporate coaching, when I, when I did, when I was in corporate and then my private coaching, I had, um, I ended it up. So 98 to 2010 and then 2015 to 2020, that's that's 17 years, if I'm doing my math right. So combined 17 years of experience of business-related coaching. So it felt kind of weird not having it a, a part of my life anymore. So that's why I started this podcast. I wanted to change my niche or niche, however you pronounce that, N-I-C-H-E. <laughs> and I wanted to attract a different audience. I wanted to attract business owners who happened to be parents, who happened to be mentors. And I didn't know it at the time, but that was the beginning point of creating my signature offer. And again, some things wor have worked and some things haven't. But I'm going to have to put that in the next episode because this has really gotten lo long. And, and I've got this list sitting in front of me of the three things that I learned from my epiphany. <laughs> and they're not going to make sense if I just rattle them off right now. Well, maybe the first one will. Number one, I'm not immune to my own blind spots, even when I'm aware of them. Now, does that really make sense? Well, my blind spot was basically the fact that I am so past blind. That's one of my acknowledgement languages. So if you read my book, um, you know that that is a methodology that I have taught to explain and to use the Enneagram. But I'm so past blind that I had basically forgotten what I loved about coaching and probably didn't even realize that I wasn't doing it. Like I... I don't want to personality coach for the sake of personality coaching, but to help you thrive in business. So personal development coaching, life coaching, so that you can have this work-life balance and be able to thrive in business, yet still live your life. And honestly, it doesn't have to be two separate things. And the other blind spot was not paying attention to the difference between niche and audience. <laughs> And the irony of that is that that is one of the first exercises that we do when we start creating your business strategy. So I promise I'll talk about that in the next episode, the difference between niche and audience, because I don't want you to get stuck there like I did. But for now, I'll just make the point that unboxing yourself is an ongoing process. Like even I haven't gotten through the rest of my story. There's so many times that I keep unboxing myself. Like I think I know myself. No, no, you never, 
really, truly know it's an ongoing process. There's so many blinds. You uncover one blind spot and then another one pops up in its place like Kleenex. <laughs> but the more you unbox it, the more you're going to unleash your power. Thank you for listening, subscribing, and reviewing the Unbox Your Personality podcast. To learn more about yourself, go to powercoachgen.com. Find out how you are different so you can make your difference.